Hello there. And yes, if you're watching on YouTube, this is a much different backdrop. I, I've i gone home for, well, gone back to, well, where I grew up, the house I grew up in, at least. I'm back at my mom's house for the next week or two. Just, you know, been dealing with some stuff back at the house in Richmond. I'm not going to really get into that. And yes, it has been a long time since I have talked with you all. We're going to get all into that to start the show today. We're also going to get into the Penguins' um, only game in the Prospect Challenge, a 6-4 to four win for the Penguins. We're going to get into who stood out, um, who didn't do enough, all that kind of jazz. Also going to get into Sonny Milano's PTO today with the Calgary Flames and why I think that was a missed opportunity for the Penguins. And we're also going to get into some more robo-penguin talk because Rob Rossi just a couple of days ago um, confirmed my scoop that I had on the show um, a few weeks ago when I was hearing that it was going to be the Robo Penguin that was going to be the um, reverse retro jersey. But maybe we'll sprinkle in some other stuff um, as well. So that's all coming up right after this drop. Your Locked On Penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hody. You're going to follow me on Twitter. Um, oh, geez. I, it, is, it, is, it, it has been a week here, people. Remember to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hody. Follow the show's Twitter at Lowers Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. We're back to dailies. You know, we've made it through the offseason. We're now three and a half weeks away until the start of the NHL regular season. Believe it or not, Yens. Three and a half weeks until the 2022-2023 NHL regular season begins. And I'm sure some of you all wondering, you know, where the heck have I been? I've only basically done three episodes in the last two weeks. Yeah, I know. That's that's half of what um, you guys should, should be expecting of me. You, you should have about six episodes for me um, by now. So, obviously, I was in Aruba from the 6th to the 11th, right? Did two episodes. Was going to do another. and wasn't really much to talk about on the other, on the other one. Whatever. So, came back. Was supposed to do episodes you all know tuesday you know wednesday friday last week so i record on tuesday i and i kind of started to feel sick a little bit i'm like okay something scratching in my throat sure enough wednesday um i'm working um two three four o'clock comes and i'm just i start getting chills um i'm feeling really cold and i'm like all right some, something's up so um go to cvs go get a couple covid tests and sure enough i test positive for covid uh, it's the first time I've had it. Um, went two and a half years without getting it. I have I'm triple I have triple um, I'm triple vaxxed. I uh, did not know if I was ever going to get it, and it kicked my butt uh, last Wednesday. I had like a 104 fever, nausea, chills. I could not. Even, I went to bed at like seven o'clock. Thursday felt a little bit better, but took off work. And then Friday was feeling better, but still I, I wasn't I wasn't good enough to um, record an episode. I wanted to make sure I was. You know, mostly back to 100%. I still have a little bit of congestion. I still have a little bit of a sore throat. Um, my voice it, my voice isn't back to where I want it to be. But, you know, I'm back now, and that's all that matters. So, again, I, I, the last couple of weeks, I really apologize for lack of content. Um, but that's, that's, that's changing now. We're back to daily episodes. I'm going to have an episode for you all every day this week and every day moving forward with regard to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's start with the prospect challenge. The Penguins only played one game. Some other teams played two, three games. 
But the Penguins, they played the Boston Bruins, uh, well, they're rookies. At least they played it up at the Harbor Center in Buffalo. Um, and the Penguins, you know, they, they struck quick. You know, it was a 3 nothing lead right out of the gate. Um, Sam Poulin, Philip Hollander, and Valtteri Pustinen, um, I believe, all had goals um, to open up the scoring. Um, I can't believe that actually the Penguins were even up uh, 4 nothing. Um, and he, when Philip Hollander got um, his second goal of the day, that's when the Bruins, they battled back to tie the game at 4-4. And then the Penguins were able to make it five uh, four, and then six to four um, to win the game. You know, my, my I wasn't following it as much on Sunday just because I was watching the Steelers game. I think most of Pittsburgh was watching um, the Steelers game on Sunday. I don't think a lot of you guys were probably watching that game of in Buffalo or finding a stream for or something like that. But you know, I was able to go back, you know, read up on uh, Taylor Haas and uh, Danny Shirey's coverage on DK, DK Pittsburgh Sports and. We had a couple of other um, sites, you know, and it definitely sounds like to me that Hollander, Pustinen, and Poulin stole the show. And, you know, those three of those are three of their best young players, and they're going to potentially have to try to show out in camp to maybe try to win a roster spot. I mean, it's highly unlikely I think that any of the three make the team out of camp, but, you know, who knows? You know, there's, there's training camp, you know, surprises all the time. I think also uh, Nathan Legarie, he also had a really strong game. Um, in that, from what I've read, you know, from, from the highlights, I think that Taylor posted and all that. So, you know, it's good to see, honestly, like the, the four main prospects in the penguin system, um, you know, have, have good games just because, you know, they're, they're, at times they haven't been noticeable, but you know, you're playing against, you know, some top, you're, you're playing against top prospects, especially the Bruins. They have usually have a pretty, um, decent system and the fact that they played well, you know, you know, that that's, that's good. Uh, in my eyes. Also, it's it's massive to me. Great to see Philip Lindgren back on the ice. Um, he's been out. Um, believe it's now. I believe it was ten months with like a, like a leg ankle injury, something like that. He he's just been re- he was really affected by it. Um, he came in. Uh, sounds like made a lot of nice saves um, before he exited the game um, and was replaced. But you know, I think he you know he's gonna I think need to have a big year this year down Wilkesbury. You know, there were people talking about how he could be like the backup. Uh, to Trish and Jari at some point. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. You know, someone like Lindbergh, you know, you, you take a flyer on and you hope that maybe he pans out to something more than, I don't know, I guess like a, a fringe NHL backup. But, you know, he did have really good college numbers. And, you know, Wilkesbury, he was playing fine, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> um, until he got hurt. So um, I do want to see how he can uh, be when healthy this year. Um, and I thought yesterday's game, uh, was a pretty good start um, in that category, um, at least in my opinion. And yes, um, just real quickly here, for those that are watching on YouTube, yes, the, the mop is gone. I went and got it trimmed today. Uh, it's a new season. Should Beard's gone. There's no playoffs. So yeah, you know, there'll be another time where this mop will be, well, the mop will come back and everyone will be freaking out about it and all that other stuff. But um, it is it is gone right now. Again, going back to the Penguins talk, um, that, that mainly wraps up, you know, my thoughts on the prospect game yesterday, you know, rookie camp, I believe is still going just for a little bit longer. Um, training camp is set to open on Thursday of this week. Hallelujah. First day of autumn, you know, you can, you can, the, the temperatures are starting to get cooler in the mornings. You're not, you're starting to not hear those stupid bugs as much in the night, especially crickets. I hate those bugs. Just can't stand it. I love summer as a whole hate the bugs that come with them. I just, I, I wish they could just be eradicated from this planet. 
Uh, to be honest, if that makes me sound like an ass, then you know what? So what? Um, but you know, I, I'm fired up. You know, this is a great time. You know, to be a hockey fan. You know, we're three and a half weeks away. There's going to be training camp. Even though there's a lot, not a lot of intriguing storylines, it should still be a lot of fun. Remember, um, the practices will be held at the UPMC Sports Complex. Practice should be free and open to the public. Hopefully, you know, you, you some of you all will go. And you know, if you want to um <clears throat> send me some photos send me some videos send me your thoughts even I'll, I'll include that um on the show um and all that jazz so again that wraps up this first segment with you know talking about the penguins prospect challenge and how um it was mainly just you know the big four that stood out um plus philip Lindbergh. in my opinion you know i think shevkovsky had a decent game um kyle olsen was on the third line jonathan gruden was centering that line um ty glover was also in the lineup, Josh Maniscalco. You know, he's a player that, you know, I've always been intrigued by, but I don't think he's ever going to be an NHL defenseman. Jack St. Ivy was playing. Remember, he just signed um, an entry-level deal with the Penguins um, over the summer. Um, Chris Ortiz, Isaac Bellevue, uh, Colin Sawyer, um, just some of the other names that were, were participating um, in this. And, yes, yeah, going back to Pustin just real quick, he has a clapper of a slap shot. I, I I was able to see a video of the goal that he had, and wow, what a rip that was! See, he can he can fire the puck. That's you know one of the strong points of his game is his shot. I, I like his skating too, but his shot, I mean, it's it's something you can't teach. I'll say that. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's like an Alex Ovechkin kind of shot or something like that. But you know, that kind of shot that that gets you into the NHL, and there's a chance that you know maybe he'll be playing. More than one game for the Penguins this year. You'll have to see. Now, before we get to our next segment, which will be about the Robo Penguin, actually, here's a here's a cool little thing for the, you all on the for watching on YouTube. Look at that, Bet Online. So let's get right into that. You can it is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. You can find all the latest sport, football league developments, game matchups, news and podcasts, including issues, open week games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. It's the fastest, easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, and boxing and golf. You can head to the website or use your phone to learn more about the trends in action. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You're going to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter. Penguins. I am going to take a sip of water here because um, I can feel my mouth is just, you know, I'm still recovering a little bit. All right. That is much better. So let's get into the second segment here. And that is, of course, the Robo Penguin. So Rob Rossi wrote a story just a few days ago, and he said, according to sources, the Penguins 2022-2023 reverse retro jersey is going to feature the 1990s Robo Penguin logo. Thank you for the scoop, Rob. I'm glad you were able to confirm it. No, I'm, I'm mainly just playing, but I'm, I'm I'm glad that you know that scoop that I got from someone that I know and trust was reliable. Again, you know it's not often that I get these scoops. You know I'm not. I, I will never pretend to be Elliot Friedman. <laughs> you know I, I do not have all these connections. But when I hear something from someone I trust, I do pass it on, and I'm glad that I was able to get out in front of this scoop and you know just hear what I was hearing. But Rob writes in his article, um, he says it will feature the Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Auger, the retro jerseys. Oh, jeez. The re- reverse retro jersey will feature the logo that Lemieux and Yager wore together 
throughout most of the 90s run together, multiple industry sources told The Athletic. It will appear on, on the front of the jerseys worn by Crosby and Malkin for an, uh, for an unspecified number of games in 2022-2023. The Penguins have also not worn the main logo um, since 2001-2002. That is just absolutely nuts. And also, it's going to appear on a black jersey with no gradient. The logo of it is. So again, the logo will appear on a black jersey with no gradient. And I'm going to try to share my screen here real quick if I can find my buddy. I'm going to go to Jason's Twitter account because he was uh, had a jersey design that showed what the jersey could be. I'm not saying this is what it's going to be. Um, if I can find this here. Okay, here we go. I'm going to share my screen here real quickly. Yes. Um, here we go. Okay. So you all can see my screen here. Let's go to the Twitter account. So this is what Jason put out. So I'm sure you all can see. This is for the YouTube audience. Um, as you can see, black jersey, you know, the, the crest is in the middle, and then there's a yellow outline. It, it kind of looks like a little, it, it, you know, if if there weren't a penguin there, it would kind of be like a throw, like a Boston Bruins kind of jersey. But, you know, this is something that I would buy a hundred out of a hundred times. And again, we I did not create this. Jason did not create this. It was posted somewhere. Um, I think it was posted on, on the Penguins subreddit, um, uh, to be honest with you all. So if that is the jersey or something related to it, I think that would be pretty nice. Um, you know, I would, again, I would definitely buy the one to say the least. Um, this, this has been a long time coming. You know, I know it's been divisive among fans. Some some elder fans, as Rob Wright, so, you know, they were skeptical of the row of Penguin and new uniforms that debuted. And, you know, obviously with the failed ownership before Mary, Mary Lemieux came in and blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, this is a jersey that it's, it's going to sell a lot. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly, I would not be surprised if this jersey or another Robo Penguin kind of jersey is worn again in the new future. You remember what they did with the first reverse retro jerseys? Remember they had the um, the Pittsburgh Diagonal in white, right? So, and they were like, "Oh, okay, this was mostly, I think, fine by the fan base." So they were like, "Okay, let's just bring back the original one." So I think with this one, the Penguins. You know, they're going to bring back a reverse retro one, see how it does. And if it does well, which I assume it will, they're going to be like, okay, let's bring back one of the original Robo Penguins that they wore, you know, back in the early 2000s, back in the 90s, you know, something like that. And um, Rob also writes that they plan to unveil this jersey within a few weeks. So Rob wrote this on September 15th. It's September 19th right now. Probably sometime in October, probably either right before the season starts or like right as the season starts, they're probably going to um, announce it. And as Rob writes, the Penguins will wear their current home and road jerseys, which I think are the best in the NHL. Their diagonal Pittsburgh alternate jerseys, um, the black reverse retro jerseys, and a special jersey for the winter classic against the Boston Bruins on January 2nd. Um, There has been no update regarding that. Um, all, all I've heard, the scoop I have about that jersey is that the Penguin logo is not on it. That's all I have. I don't know what it is. I, it could be like a Pittsburgh Pirates jersey from way back when. I don't know. Sounds like they have it picked out, but they're not going to announce it probably until later on um, <laughs> in the season. Best part about the Robo, Robo Penguin coming back is that it had to have it had to happen under new ownership. This was never going to happen under Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle. Mario hated 
those jerseys. He cannot stand them. So you know, there's probably a small part of him right now that's just definitely a bit upset. <laughs> Jeez, to say the least. But exciting times. I'm definitely going to buy one. Uh, I assume they'll probably wear them for 10 to 12 games, something like that, if I had to guess. Maybe a little less. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, that wraps up the second segment. Coming up in the final segment, we're going to get into um, Sonny Milano and you know how it's just it's ridiculous that he had he, he signed a PTO with a team um, and not a one-year contract and what that means for the Penguins. So that's all coming up right after this commercial break. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You want to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter, L underscore Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. So, um, word um, uh, today, basically, yeah, it's Monday now. Um, that came out from Elliot Friedman that Sonny Milano is going to be signing a PTO with the Calgary Flames, and it's just like I don't understand how someone like Sonny Milano, someone who had double-digit goals last season, double-digit assists, had you know. Basically, what like like if I can just make sure I can I'm getting his stats right here. Um, sorry, just making sure I have everything right. Um, fourteen goals, thirty four points in sixty six games. You are telling me this guy is only getting a PTO from a team, and the Penguins couldn't do that. I was, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to get fired up about that, but man, that is just free stuff for the Penguins. They should have taken that. Yeah, sure. And I know, you know, they're basically right on the cap right now, but you have three and a half weeks. You do. <coughs> Gee, sorry. <coughs> Damn it. I'm just dying over here still a little bit. But you have three and a half weeks. I mean, you have time to, you know, send a defenseman down, maybe make a defenseman trade, something like that. They could have, I think they could have been able to work something out. This is a player that, you know, is good in, on the third or fourth line. I mean, probably he's probably best on your third line. Um, and just is coming off the best season, <coughs> um, excuse me, of his career. And his underlyings were also pretty solid. You know, 52% of the shot attempts um, with the Ducks when he was on the ice, um, about 50-50 when it comes to actual goals, 52% of the expected goals, 52% of the scoring chances, and 52% of the high-danger chances, and 51% of the high-danger goals um, when he was on the ice. And, you know, the Ducks had those numbers. All really strong someone who can you know potentially also jump up in the lineup when needed really fast skater really crafty with the puck he was always trying to you know with the michigan stuff him and trevor zegers were just so fun together and i mean you know th those were the two players that were giving john tortorella um just migraines on espn last year i think it was like during like november or something like that when when the, when the michigan first happened and that's you know when tortorella was you know like that old man yells at cloud <laughs> basically um but you know it's 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 honestly insane that that player is getting a pto you know he should be getting a deal um a hundred out of a hundred times and i i wish the penguins were able to do that because the pto you know that's that's free you know you don't have to pay for him he comes into camp you know try tries out for you gonna make obviously he's gonna make the flames roster i mean why wouldn't he, he just he's coming off basically a 15 goal season um but man, you know, even though the Penguins are up against the cap, I still would have done it. I feel like they could have, you know, been able to make a move or, 
you know, send someone down or something like that. You know, the teams always find a way to get cap compliant. And I think this would have been um, no different for the Penguins, um, at least in my opinion. So um, definitely there's a maybe a little bit of a missed opportunity there. I um, would have loved to have him on the team, but, you know, I'm sure he'll do great with the Flames. No, I think they've had a really solid off season. Um, you know, it, it, it takes guts to do what they did. You know, you lose Goudreau and Kachuk and you're almost like, oh, you know, let's just basically fold and retire here. But they were like, nope, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to keep going and we're going to do what we can um, to have a, a winning team for next year. And I think, you know, they've done as good of a job um, as they can, um, at least in my opinion. Um, I believe that wraps up today's episode um, for the Locked on Penguins podcast. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of content to come, con- contact, content to come this week. I'm going to have another episode for you all tomorrow. We're going to start getting into some bold predictions for this season. I definitely have a couple already that I've been thinking about for the last few days. Um, that's going to hopefully be either on tomorrow's episode or Wednesday's episode. Um, all I can tell you all about this new season of Lockdown Penguins is this. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, or, and if you're not listening to the show, you're missing out. Um, we're going to try to hit a thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel right now. We're at about 640. Um, I think that's definitely very doable. Um, this season, um, this is already season four of the show. This is, this is going to be the best season of the show yet. I have so much fun content planned. It's going to be so much fun to talk about this team on a nightly basis. And I'm, there's a chance Yins, that I could be at the games, you know, and if, if I, if I do end up moving to Pittsburgh, you know, in December, um, there's a chance that the show could get credentialed and I could be going to games and, you know, potentially up in the press box with some of the other big boys and maybe even asking some questions to the players or coaches after the games. And I could get some of those audio recordings and play them on the show and all that. So I really do think that, you know, big things could be coming for Locked On Penguins this year. And I, you know, I can't thank you all enough for sticking with me over the offseason, especially these last couple of weeks. Again, I apologize for the lack of content with going on, on my final vacation to getting COVID and I'm still not fully over it yet, but I'm, I'm close to 100%. Um, but I'm back. I'm fully back at this point. You know, I'm not going to skip any more episodes this week. Uh, I'm not going to be skipping any more episodes moving forward um, either to say the least. But again, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for sticking with me through the off season and welcome back Penguins hockey training camp starts on Thursday. Um, I'll be back with another episode for you all on Tuesday.